everyone, and welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it more easy. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. So today we're going to talk about talking to ourselves. Do you talk to yourself, Melissa? All the time. I live alone, so that's just Yeah, you live alone, yeah. (laughs) But you have a dog, so you can pretend you're talking to the dog. Yeah, she's a genius. The kind of talking to ourselves that we're going to talk about today, to ourselves and to you, listener, is what uh, therapists call self-talk. And that is basically the messages you send yourself, you, you talk to, you say to yourself mentally as you go to do stuff. Do I have right. that right? Does that sound like yeah. I got that? I think that's right. And it's so funny how much therapy stuff comes up when we're talking about writing. <laughs> <laughs> it's very closely uh, interconnected. It really is, you know. Well, because you're you're working at the edge of your mental capacity, and your personality comes into play, and you know everything that's in your yourself and your mind you bring to bear when you're writing. And so, yeah, I guess it makes sense that gonna start digging up some stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh yeah um so yeah one of the things i wanted to kind of talk about today is uh how you talk to yourself as you're writing you know and you talk to yourself all all day long right constantly you're 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 saying i mean not sometimes out loud sometimes not but just as you're going through your day if you do something wrong you go oops well, that was a mistake or you go oh you fool what'd you do that for or, you know, you do something right and you go, oh, that was awesome. Or, you know, you say hello to someone and say, oh, I made a fool of myself because they're really cute. And, um, you know, whatever. You, you, you're constantly kind of giving yourself feedback on the events of your life. Mm-hmm. And one of those events is writing. And it's important to pay attention to what those things you're saying are um, because they start to build up in your head. Right. They start to become reality like you start to believe the truth of your own your own story your own self-talk whether it's fact or fiction whether it's reality or not like you believe what you continually tell yourself over and over and over again um, which can be really damaging to the creative process and to your confidence and to your ability to um, move forward and write in a, a much more productive way and operate as a human but yes. on the other hand how empowering that you can change reality for yourself, right? By by reinforcing a certain image to yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's important to, while you're writing, to notice what's happening. And actually, one thing that I started doing is I actually, I, I struggle a lot with focus. I have ADHD anyway. And what my brain likes to do when I feel like I'm, I'm having any sort of trouble is it just skips out, like, but you just gone to something else. And so what I started to do is I started to write down what it was that caused me to skip out and what I was thinking about and where I went and, you know, just kind of keep track. And it wasn't like a, okay, you have so many things and then punishment or so many things and then reward. It was just a, let's just like, like clock in and out what's happening. Um, And I noticed that a lot of the times it's that self-talk. It's that, you know, I would be writing along and then my brain would go, oh, this whole thing sucks. And I go, oh, you're right. Oh, my God. And then I off. Hey, let's play with a crossword puzzle. Or, you know, I'd be writing along and say, this doesn't make any sense. You have to redo the whole thing. And like, oh, oh, God, you know. Yeah, I've had those moments as well. And it's I think like the awareness of it is the first step, right, of learning that you're saying something. It may or may not be true. 
It's like, I always have to like, yeah. like I'll say it. And like, if you're not paying attention, you'll just say it and you will just let that sort of sabotage your writing process for the day. Um, mm-hmm. Or you'll keep saying that same thing over and over and over again until you stop and you quit and you're like, I'm horrible and I can't do this. But yeah. I found that like the more conscious I am, the more I'm like listening to myself talk and like catching myself as I say those things. And then like I pause and I, I step back and I think like, did I just say that? Do I like if I say it out loud or if I write it down, then I'm like, I mm-hmm. see how crazy it may sound. And then I think, yeah. would I tell my best friend that? Would I tell my sister that? Would I tell my family members that? No, I would never say that. Um, I would never coach someone that way, right? And then I'm like, okay, like let's come back down to reality. That's just a knee-jerk self-editor critical talk voice um, that is trying to derail me from the story that I'm trying to tell. Yeah. It's interesting. You're telling yourself a story while you're telling yourself a story. Yep. It's all so layered, so meta. <laughs> and I think we're also harder on ourselves than we would be on someone else, right? Like yeah. you would never say to someone, oh my God, that's idiotic. But, you know, I'll say that to myself all the time. Like, oh, idiot. You know, and then I have to like, no, come on, stop it now. Let's be positive. And so I think it, it it's helpful then to to when you're writing to maybe actively pursue positive self-talk. You know, maybe gear yourself up to say, um, and so I think, you know, that's where things like, you know, affirmations and mantras come into into play and that might be too, you know, woo-woo, frou-frou for you. Um, and if it is, then, you know, okay, you could do something else. Um, but, you know, this comes from, you know, psychotherapy and, and we know because we've been through it. <laughs> We're not therapists, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you go to a store often enough, you learn where they keep the stuff. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so I I would say positive self-talk. So, like, one thing I like to do is I, I just – things that I say over and over, I'll be like, yeah, you figure it out. You always do. That's a good one. And I also like to say I'm good at this or I'll say I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of my work. And I just – you know, if I can say those to myself when the, the you know, little demons start coming in, uh, then I can, uh, you know, kind of fight them off. Do you do something like that? Do you have any little affirmations or mantras or – I love affirmations. I, and, you know, we talked about the Enneagram uh, mm-hmm. episodes back and I am a type three, which means that I kind of naturally have a pretty strong ego. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's there innately. Sometimes oh, I do yeah. better than others in terms of covering it up. But I've learned that like, it's easy for me to go to the positive self-talk. My ego loves that. And I can just like springboard off of that um fairly quickly so I've been able to turn that around and really sometimes I'm like oh am I hyping myself up too much yeah. am I like you know because you know you're your own best you know champion nobody's going to champion your work better than you do because you have so much at stake when you're creating it and when you're presenting it out to the world like you're your best yeah. advocate and but sometimes I'm like oh am I just psyching myself out and that's where I have those moments of doubt and then I have to go okay like which is the reality, like, and does it matter, right? If I'm psyching myself out, yeah. does it matter if it's not harming other people and it's getting me to do the work and to put my work out there in a way that doesn't give me a nervous breakdown? <laughs> One hopes. Right. I think it's important also to, to distinguish your, your self-talk has to be, is about you, right? Your mm-hmm. positive self-talk is about you to say, I can do this. I have these skills. I am a writer. You know, that sort of stuff. It's about yourself. It's not about the piece. Because yes. you're not, you'd be deluding yourself. It's like, this piece is amazing. There's nothing wrong with it. I, you know, not even I, it's great. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that 
that seems, you know, unreal. It's its first draft. It's going to suck. And that's fine. You know, that that's part of the process. Um, but you don't suck. The book sucks. And you you can make it not suck. But it's an important distinction. I mean, here just now, I was I was mixing the two up together so easily uh, when I was just screwing around. So, you know, I think the positive self-talk needs to be focused on yourself and how good you are and how you can do it and how you're yeah, and and focus on a lot of things we talked about in the past you know like I'm dedicated I'm showing up I'm doing what I have to do and and less about results at that point yeah and there's something you just said that I want to circle back on because you're talking about the book or the work that you're doing or the project that you're working on and that like I'm thinking about the criticism, the feedback process as you start to revise. Yes, your first drafts are going to be really crappy. Even if you think they're great, they're probably they're probably crappy, mm -hmm. right? Um, but there is a point when you get to like that eighth draft or that tenth draft where like you're like, oh, this should be pretty good. <laughs> and you're still going to get some criticism for it. And so I think the self-talk process can also come to play um, in terms of how you receive criticism for your work. Mm -hmm. Because if your whole focus is on like, this is the best book in the world and it's going to be a bestseller and everybody's going to want it, if you get anything that deludes that idea or like breaks down that concept, it just sends your whole self-esteem crashing. Yeah. But if your self-talk is about like, I can, I am sharing this work with the public to be able to improve my storytelling or to like, if you just adjust your expectations of what you're trying to accomplish when you share a piece of fiction or, or any yeah. kind of writing, like that's going to keep your identity as a writer and as a creator a little bit more separate from how mm -hmm. people perceive the work. I like, I just think that's really important for people to ground themselves in because I know so many people who cannot take negative feedback on their work and they let that derail yeah. them and then they don't write for six months or a year and yeah. Because they've twisted their work with their self. And so in, in saying, oh, hey, uh, you use the, the, this word a little too much, you got a few too many adverbs, what they're hearing is you are an unworthy human being, which is, you know, not at all the point. <laughs> yeah. And conversely, if you've been working on, you know, if you're on draft five, six, seven, you hate it. You, I believe for me, I hate it so much because I'm so sick of it. And so I can't even see if it's any good. And again, now if my self-worth is tied up with that, then you know it's, this is going to be a very painful process. So it it, it has you have to work really hard. And and it, again, please don't think that I'm coming to you uh, as someone who has mastered this point of view because because that would be a lie. It's something I have to keep working on, and it's something I have to keep reminding myself on. Um, but that's every time I get derailed, I go back to this model and I realize ah here's why here's what's happened. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm getting them mixed up again. And that's what always throws me off. Now, you don't have that trouble as much. Not, not recently. <laughs> like, I'm sure I have, but not, not as much recently. But I've almost had the opposite because I get a lot of positive feedback in my work. And I have that mm -hmm. sort of fear of success. And I also just sort of grew up in this environment where... Like people say things they don't really mean. So I don't trust mm. when people give me positive feedback yeah. or praise or recognition. So my self-talk is often like, well, you're just saying that to be nice. You're just saying that because you're my friend. You're just saying that because, because, because. And yeah. doubting the strength of, of a work 
or my potential to make it better or to, um, you know, create a whole series or to land a big agent or like all of that is where my negative self-talk starts to come in. And it's so tempting for me to just fall into that. But I think the important thing is like, as you learn and know yourself and what your triggers are and what your yeah. where where your vices, where your go-tos, like you can start to see that happening um and shorten the period of time between it happening and it's sabotaging your day or yeah. your writing experience. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a tricky thing. You know, it's it's you're constantly going back and forth between these different parts of yourself. But yeah, the more you know yourself, I think that's always the answer is to see, oh this old trick again. Okay, I know what you're doing. And and Will you ever get to a point where it doesn't happen at all? Maybe, but you can get to a point where you're recognizing it. And yeah, like you said, react quickly and adjust so that it doesn't ruin your day, life, week, work, whatever. And for folks who think this is like too woo-woo, like, because I know some people are like, oh, well, I don't think you can really talk yourself into like believing that you're a better writer or whatever. But like one thing that grounded me was looking at research for the placebo effect um, because that really speaks to the power of the mind and the mind's ability to sort of create its own reality given the right conditions. And so if you've ever done any kind of research, if you need more data about yeah. the power of the mind and self-talk and um, how the mind can create different things happening in your body, including hormone levels and how you respond and your emotional state, like there's research out there. So there's different ways to find evidence or find the tools that you need to allow, the permission that you need to allow yourself to practice some of these behaviors. Yeah. I mean, your focus really does determine your reality. So much of your mind is, is so much of your life is your mind in your mind, which is insane. Yeah. When I mean, you think about like, what always gets me is there's a thing called hysterical pregnancy. Right. Which I like, holy crap, where people get, are, are able to, you know, obviously they're, they're, they're ill. Uh, but part of their illness is that they believe that they are pregnant. They're fully mm-hmm. convinced that they're pregnant. And so their abdomens start to distend. They fill with liquid. Which, what? <laughs> yeah. The body's what? crazy. Yeah. Like, it li- like, so your brain is really in charge. So use that. Don't let it hurt you. You can create your own reality to a certain extent. Uh, you know, obviously use this power carefully and be healthy <laughs> and safe and, you know. <laughs> but... You know, it's a it's a tool, and and you can use it against yourself, and you can use it for good. Uh, and writing is a, a can be such a temptation to start using it against yourself. You know, it's like you're carving a turkey. You got a nice sharp knife, and you just stab it into your own stomach instead. Like, no, 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 another turkey. Oh, sorry, I knew I was supposed to use a knife. But sometimes it feels like that. <laughs> But the more you master your own life, the more you understand your own self and your own psychology, the more you can put it into your stories, right? The more you can create authentic characters who are going through and dealing with some of the same struggles and challenges that you're working through or that you've overcome, right? That's the brilliant thing. Like, And as writers, we have to know and understand this. Otherwise, our characters and our worlds fall flat because they don't feel authentic to the reader. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things you just need to know a lot about is is how the mind works. So every every I think every writer should go through therapy, probably because you need it. I think every person actually, I think every human being should go through therapy. Honestly, because it's too. such an important thing. 
and it helps you, you know, you get your, but a writer particularly, because you work with the mind as your tool set, and also because the act of writing is so mentally challenging, you know, I recommend that. So I think on that note, now that I've told everyone to go get therapy, which you really should do, I mean, really, I mean, I'm not even, because it seems like it's a joke, like, haha, I get to see it. No, seriously, because it helps. Um, I think we'll wrap that up. Yeah, go make an appointment. <laughs> Find yeah, a therapist. go make an appointment. Find a therapist. It's they're really helpful. So yes, um, great. Well, uh, I would usually start plugging the social media, but I've been so lax on that. I uh, I'm trying. I really am. I swear. So hopefully you'll come out and see some stuff. Uh, but do uh, go to the iTunes store. Yeah, the, no, the podcast place. Whatever it's Apple called. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> yes. And give us a rate and review. <laughs> They're super nice. They just can't seem to put words together into <laughs> sentences, ironically. Um, and uh, we'll see you next week. So remember that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.